0: For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. You're listening to Daybreak. As the pandemic raged across the country last spring, unemployment spiked to previously unseen levels. Everyone expected people to go back to work like normal once lockdowns lifted. But have they? It's Tuesday, September 14th. The U.S. economy has mostly opened back up from the depths of the pandemic shutdowns. But with COVID-19 case counts still high across the country, that recovery has not always been smooth. The unemployment rate is still higher than it was back in February 2020, which seems to suggest there are not a lot of available jobs. In fact, the opposite is true. A survey of major corporations found that 95% are finding it harder to hire workers than before the pandemic. So, what gives? It's pretty hard to tell. The most obvious reason is COVID-19 itself. With the pandemic still raging, it's easy to see how people would be hesitant to go back to work, especially those who are immunocompromised. Some employers are also concerned that the Biden administration's recent push for vaccine mandates will make the shortages worse, as workers who don't want to get vaccinated might be less likely to return to the workforce. Another potential culprit for the sustained labor shortages is unemployment benefits. When unemployment hit its worst, the federal government stepped in to provide additional benefits. When more jobs became available, many centrist and conservative economists raised concerns that those safety nets would prevent people from going back to work. The Biden administration eventually acted on those worries and allowed federal unemployment insurance to lapse last week. It was a move that many of Biden's and senior advisors worried could be devastating to the millions of vulnerable americans who are still unemployed although unemployment benefits have mostly dried up it's not clear if the change will even help some economists have argued that the unemployment insurance benefits never prevented people from working in the first place and the labor shortages can be a boon for labor unions and low-wage workers with companies desperate to hire more workers many laborers are holding out on returning to work until they can negotiate higher wages and better working conditions the effects of the labor shortage can be felt just about everywhere even here in the orange bubble I sat down with Prince news writer Sandeep Mangat, who wrote about staff shortages here on campus in the dining halls. Okay, I'm Sandeep Mangat. So Sandeep, you've been covering campus dining uh, and their transition to the first fully in-person semester in a while this year. And so what are some of the challenges that they've been? They've kind of been ramping things up back to normal.
1: Uh, They've had uh, a serious short staff staffing problem. So some of the people that I talked to in various dining halls uh, mentioned having to take on an extra burden, working extra hours, for instance, and just dealing with a much larger crowd of students for most meals throughout the day. So
0: you have a piece on labor shortages in the dining hall that'll be published uh, in the prints today. Can you tell us a little bit of how you wrote that story?
1: So I interviewed a a series of uh, staffers, in uh, three different dining halls, in Whitman, Forbes, and in uh, Butler First. And what I heard from all of them was that uh, the crowds of students coming in for meals were much larger than they had been in past years. Aaron, which is a pseudonym for the worker in Butler First, told me that people had been logging in extra hours, and uh, that generally it had been very overwhelming for both Aaron and his colleagues in Butler First, and uh, the staffer in Forbes told me that he, in his multiple years working in that same dining hall, had never seen anything like that.
0: And so can you tell us a little bit about what dining halls have been like, both for the staff that are working there and also for, for students as they're eating there?
1: So for staff, it's just been, like I mentioned, a lot of working extra hours. Aaron, again, the Butler First uh, dining staffer, told me that they were very overwhelmed with the amount of work uh, that had been put on them because of the staff shortage and um, that even a few temps had quit just last week. And yeah, same with Whitman. The staffer there told me that uh, it just had been much busier than they'd been used to in the past.
0: And so what about on the the student side? Have things been any different for students eating there than in the past years?
1: I talked to a few students about their experiences. Um, A first college uh, sophomore told me that she was just a little off-put by, you know, seeing paper plates and sometimes china plates, but that uh, it didn't really impact where she went for her her meals. Still ate wherever uh, was convenient for her, She's told me. And another sophomore in Forbes mentioned that she empathized with the workers. She understands that, you know, there is an extra burden placed on them because of the staff shortage, and so she doesn't try to think too much of it.
0: Is there any reason why there have been so many widespread staff shortages in campus dining this year?
1: The university, we reached out to the university for comment, and they mentioned that uh, dining halls were still wrapping up their services returning from the pandemic, but uh, many of the staffers that I talked to just mentioned the dining halls being busier than they had ever remembered them. So it's hard to say exactly what the reason is, but uh, it's just the reality on the ground is quite overwhelming from what I've gleaned. Do you think things will be back to normal anytime soon? The staffers I've talked to certainly hope so. So, for instance, both the Forbes and uh, the Butler First dining hall workers told me that uh, they hoped... The resumption of student workers starting their shifts again would uh, help them out a bit. But an important thing to note about that is that that help will come mostly at night and in the evenings and on the weekends. So it's hard to say, for instance, that, you know, during the regular like weekday operations, how, how they'll look. We reached out to the university for comment and they echoed that hope, saying that they've been working with Campus Dining to ramp up hiring and also to restart the Campus Dining student
0: worker program. All right, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you for having me.
1: Expect another hot and
0: humid day with a high of 87 degrees and partly sunny skies. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was produced under the 145th Managing Board of the Prince with sound engineered by Hope Perry. Special thanks to Sandeep Bengat. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. Have a wonderful day.